Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Pony Stampede podcast. Thanks for listening. I'm Billy Embody. Hope everybody had a great 4th of July weekend. Had a little fireworks on the SMU recruiting front. And then early in the week, we saw those fireworks keep going. So we're going to dive right into it with the big news And that is Stone Ebby, the three-star defensive end out of Flower Mound, Texas, committing to SMU on the 4th of July right after about 1 o'clock noonish, and gave SMU its first defensive line commit in the 2021 class, moved SMU up just at number 40 in the 24-7 sports composite team recruiting rankings. And SMU continues to kind of chip away at this 2021 recruiting class, which we kind of saw a pause on for the most part in the month of June before Stone decided to go ahead and commit to the Mustangs. And I'll tell you what, I really like this pickup for SMU. And and one of the big reasons why is exactly what Gabe Brooks, our recruiting analyst at 24-7 Sports, said he liked about him as well. And that's his versatility. He's 6'4", 240. He's somebody that SMU's done a ton of research on, offered this spring And you just kind of felt like this was one that over the course of the spring and the summer that he had just trended SMU's way. Baylor, Georgia Tech, Iowa State, Duke had all offered him. And he was somebody that when talking with him over the course of his recruitment, he had kind of eyed a visit to Georgia Tech at one point. Duke had certainly caught his eye. Baylor had caught his eye. But it's not too surprising to see him go ahead and shut it down and commit to SMU. And the thing that really, for him, did it in, I think, was just the closeness to home. The coaching staff did a great job recruiting him, whether it was Randall Joyner, Kevin Kane, Sonny Dykes. They all did a really nice job making him feel at home. And then you add in the degree from SMU, and that's what really won the day for the Mustangs. He's the number 68 overall strong side defensive end in the country on the 24-7 sports composite But I think he's somebody that we could see play a bunch of different positions. If SMU goes to a three-down front, he could be a 3-4 defensive end. If they are in a four-man front, he could slide inside and play tackle. He could play strong side defensive end like he's ranked right now. He kind of reminds me a little bit of Turner Cox, but I think Turner was a little smaller than Stone coming out of high school, uh, out of the Highland Park area. But I mean, that is kind of uh, very similar in terms of uh, what we're seeing from from uh, Stone Ebby. Uh, and, and in terms of uh, their comparison, they're pretty much right in line. Turner's just a shade about 6'2", 248 when he was coming out of high school, while Stone is in that 6'4", 240 range. So I think you could see him play a ton of different positions uh, on the SMU defensive line, but he was a top target for them for a long time. And then immediately after he commits, Braylon Jackson, the Mansfield Lake Ridge uh, defensive tackle, uh, he tweeted the a pair of the eyes right at uh, Stone's commitment, and Stone said, you're next. And so 
SMU is is really making uh, some waves, I think, on the defensive line. They, uh, of course, are uh, in really, really strong contention to land Braylon Jackson, and he's uh, another probably pure defensive tackle, but at this point still rated as a strong side defensive end for us, but he's verified at 6'4", 270. So I would think for SMU, he plays that defensive tackle spot. And uh, look, for Braylon, I think he's somebody that could very well jump on board with SMU at some point. They've done a really nice job recruiting him. But an interesting offer went out over the weekend to Mansfield Legacy defensive lineman and Notre Dame commit David Abiara. And he's been committed to the Irish for for quite some time now. Oklahoma's felt like they they would be the ones to flip him. There's this kind of overwhelming uh, you know, percentage on the 24-7 sports crystal ball that he doesn't end up with the Irish. But at this day and age, with what's going on with COVID-19, a lot of prospects are wanting to stay closer to home. So SMU decided to go ahead and put an offer on the table. I really like the offer. I think this is a class that SMU needs to address with three high school defensive linemen. They've got Stone. They're in a great spot for Braylon Jackson. And now they put an offer on the table for David, who's got that big frame that people like, could slide in inside uh, as well. So versatility has been really the, the big, I think, trend with SMU's defensive line class after adding Mason Mastroff last year, who's a pass rusher. Uh, they, they have Jay Bell, who's gray shirting, so they have a defensive end in the class, technically, uh, who will sign and enroll early uh, in January with this 2021 class. So you look at those things, and they're just looking for versatile pieces to play up and down this defensive line. And David Abiara is one of the better ones in Texas. So SMU decided to go ahead and throw their hat into the mix. Uh, David really impressive junior year 75 tackles 21 tackles for loss and 15 sacks that's the type of production you look for on the defensive line and so SMU went ahead and offered him a scholarship over the weekend and so they're pretty tight with with between Braylon and and David so there's some there's some closeness closeness there I dropped some additional tidbits on the offer on Pony Stampede which you can check out by subscribing for just a dollar some thoughts on the offer uh, kind of why it makes sense and SMU's chances to actually get this one done. This would be a huge recruiting win uh, to round out this defensive line class. And so they're going to shoot their shot. We'll see if it happens. Uh, but SMU did extend what I would call at this stage of the game, a rare 2021 offer out uh, during the COVID-19 pandemic. We really haven't seen too many of them. And SMU does just that on the defensive line with David Abiara following the stone Ebby commitment to SMU. To kick off the week, we broke the news that Brandon Crossley, the former four-star defensive back on 24-7 Sports, a one-time SMU commit in the 2019 class, and a Colorado State defensive back, was transferring to SMU. And this was a long time coming. We had put in our crystal ball picks as soon as he hit the portal that he would end up at SMU. And uh, he ends up on the hilltop. He just enrolled this week. And and he said, you know what, I've, I've decided to go, on, go ahead and move back to Dallas and, and transfer to SMU. And this is a big deal because obviously SMU's secondary is probably the, the position of, with the biggest need uh, to, to, I think, address with Brandon Stevens being a senior. They lose some of their other senior depth out of uh, the class this year. And so they really needed to address the, the position. And they do that with Crosley, who 
when we rated him a four-star prospect on 24-7 Sports, he was just productive as all get out. And he's going to be one of the best athletes on SMU's team now. He fills a major need. He can be that third corner. He can compete with Armani Johnson and Brandon Stevens and push those guys if he's immediately eligible. And so I love the pickup for SMU. It's a big deal for for them to get him on board. And, uh, you know, that is something that I think when he hit the portal, like I said, we put our crystal ball picks in uh, and it was kind of a no brainer for him to come back to SMU. And they got him over a lot of power five programs who wanted him. TCU was one that reached out, but they did not offer during the recruiting process. And so Brandon kind of took that, I think, as as a you know a little bit of a chip on his shoulder and he quickly made the decision to end up at SMU. So they now really have addressed the corner spot with Bryce McMorris, the Cypress Bridgeland uh, commit in the 2021 class, and now they add Brandon Crosley, who kind of fits the junior college, quote-unquote, uh, p- uh, pickup that they wanted. And look, when we kind of monitored the cornerback class and you know things went in a different direction with Latham, Latham Adams, this was kind of a reason why. There had been some rumblings that Brandon Crosley might hit the portal, and I think that played a part in it. And we told you guys on Pony Stampede that they they had somebody that they, they felt like they were going to get at some point. And uh, Brandon Crosley's actually kind of been rumored for a long, long time, not even you know this, this spring and summer to, to be hitting the portal, but this was something that I was kind of monitoring in some back channels in the fall. So... Brandon Crosley ends up where he originally committed at one point, and that's SMU. And what a big pickup it is for Kevin Curtis in his corner room. Uh, and he'll be, I think, a multi-year starter for SMU and somebody that will have a shot at the NFL. So uh, SMU gets a big addition in the corner room with Brandon Crosley. And so that's kind of the big news on the football front uh, as SMU um, you know, continues to kind of trudge along here. During the the pandemic, I think a couple other things of note. Uh, if you missed it last week, I I, I did uh, drop my piece on SMU's uh, workouts and kind of how those are going. So I'll pub those once again here on the pod. And if you haven't seen pictures of Junior Aho, the junior college signee for SMU, I encourage you to go check him out. Uh, he's a, a trim. 280 pounds and he's got some abs and uh, he actually just made it into Dallas this week from Mexico where he had to quarantine for two weeks after coming over from France so his long journey to SMU is complete and he's now on campus for workouts so a big deal for SMU and he's somebody they feel like can contribute right away with that guys we're going to take a quick break from the Pony Stampede podcast on the other side of this break we'll talk a little bit about SMU losing forward Isaiah Mike to the NBA draft, what it means for SMU, and kind of some thoughts on Isaiah Mike most likely moving on to the professional ranks. We'll be right back with that on the other side of this break from the Pony Stampede podcast. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. 
LinkedIn.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back to the Pony Stampede podcast. Thanks for listening. A quick reminder to leave us a rating, leave us a review, and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Appreciate all you guys that have done that so far for us. SMU did get news early this week uh, that Isaiah Mike is going to be staying in the NBA draft and checking out his uh, professional career and foregoing his final year of eligibility at SMU. Arguably SMU's best player, whether you look at him or Kendrick Davis or Tyson Jolly, this is a big loss for SMU. And it really comes, I think, as a little bit of surprise from what we had heard over the course of the, the summer most thought he would come back, try to win big, uh, obviously have a big role at SMU, and then go from there. But he does have a one-year-old son, and he's trying to provide for him uh, financially. And so I think that played the biggest role of all in this decision. And so I've heard he, he does have a contract that he is favoring right now. He might have kind of a, agreed in principle from what I've heard. And then he'll, of course, try his luck in the NBA draft and see where things go from there. But overall, this was a financial decision for Isaiah. And sometimes it's, it's, it's tough to even fault it. You know, I mean, I think he would have had a huge role for SMU, especially in the front court. There's question marks as far as Everett Ray. Uh, I think Isaiah J.C. was up and down in his first season on campus. And then Ethan Shagwa, you know, of course, is up and down, but a really skilled player. So this is a big loss for the front court. I did drop some tidbits on kind of what's next in terms of who could fill fill in the void for Isaiah Mike and SMU's second scholarship, really, uh, with the departure of C.J. White earlier this offseason. So you can check those out, those out on PonyStampede.com for just a dollar. But here's the thing with Isaiah. I think... He's somebody that would have commanded a, a lot of shots this year. He's somebody that really is, uh, I think, aggressive in terms of trying to, to you know, produce offensively for SMU. And, and he kind of talked a lot about that during this season where he said, I know I'm always going to get my shots. And I, I think this year when you add Darius McNeil into the fold in the backcourt and then you have Tyson Jolly in his final year and Kendrick Davis as a junior – I think sorting all of that out is going to be uh, certainly a, uh, a, an issue that SMU will have to overcome. But Isaiah Mike is, is a big loss for this team. I don't think there's any way around it. There's no sugarcoating it. I think he's you know one of the more physical players that SMU has. He provides a toughness that they'll have to replace. And so I encourage you to check out the tidbits kind of behind his decision a little bit more and uh, also where SMU staff is looking next to kind of fill that void. But Isaiah Mike leaves, you know, honestly, as, as one of the better SMU players over the last few years. I mean, he really developed uh, in that uh, in his time at SMU after transferring in, and uh, he would have been a big part. He started every game for SMU, and, um, you know, it, it sucks for SMU to see him leave. But, you know, the thing I think that 
gets lost during all this is a you you do have to provide financially sometimes for your family but also it's a really risky time to go ahead and forego your college eligibility potentially this early in the summer if he has agreed to that deal because it's uh it's uncertain times we don't know what pro teams are going to be playing overseas we don't know what the pro leagues are going to look like this summer uh, and into the fall and whenever they get going again but it it really is um a difficult time and so i think with with isaiah that's something to remember is that um you know he probably could have should have waited a little bit longer to make the decision and kind of see where things are in the professional ranks but I think making that money and, and potentially getting a signing bonus and, and supporting his son is, is a big deal. And so, I mean, a ton of respect for, for him doing that and making that decision. And SMU is going to have to find a way to replace him. Their, their front court now looks pretty different, I think, without Isaiah Mike there, the versatility he provides. And so um, that is uh, kind of my thoughts on Isaiah Mike. Uh, overall, I mean, SMU continues to have guys on campus working out and, and getting back into the, the groove and, and things like that. The coaching staff won't be able to actually coach them up in person until July 20th per a new NCAA rule from last month. Uh, but uh, they're getting ready for the 2020-2021 season, whatever that looks like, whatever that uh, ends up, uh, whenever that ends up getting going, they'll, they'll be uh, as ready as they can be for that. Um, so we'll continue to track how SMU replaces Isaiah Mike, a big loss for the Ponies on the basketball court as he appears to be headed off to the professional ranks. So with that, guys, we're going to wrap up this edition of the podcast. We're going to do a Q&A podcast later in the week. So check that out and, and submit your questions on Pony Stampede. We're also going to do a live VIP chat on Pony Stampede. We've been doing that the last few weeks. We're going to do that on Wednesday. So if you're listening to that on Wednesday, this on Wednesday, check it out. Uh, subscribe. It's been a big hit. Our subscribers have really loved it, and, and I've enjoyed talking more and more with them throughout this pandemic. So with that, guys, keep it locked on Pony Stampede for everything SMU football, basketball, and uh, you know the hopes of uh, the college football season and basketball season as we continue to monitor everything. So hope everybody enjoyed this edition of the podcast, and we will catch you next time. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.